Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, Arise, Shine, and Excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. If you look at the life of Isaac and Jacob, sons of Abraham, they, each one of them, built altars to God. They built altars to God. Amen. But Lot never built an altar to God. In fact, you see the kind of life that Lot had or the kind of relationship that Lot had with God. If you look at Genesis 19, from verse 15. When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arrive, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside of the city. So God said, get out of Sodom, get out of Sodom, get out of Sodom. But what was uh, Lot doing? Lot was looking around, was thinking of his bank account, thinking of his landed properties, thinking of his money, thinking of his investment. He was dragging his feet, he was lingering, and uh, the angel grabbed his hand, grabbed the hand of his wife, grabbed the hands of his children, dragged them out, dragged them out. So in verse 17, so it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, the angel said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you or nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains lest you be destroyed. Verse 18, listen to this very well. Then Lord said to them, please know my lords. Do you say no my lords or do you say no lord? We don't say no lord. Mm. That's, that's a no-no. You don't say, no, Lord. You say, yes, Lord. You say, so Lord said, no, my Lord. Indeed now, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy. Old King James says, you have magnified your mercy. You have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me and I die. Wow. See, now this city is near enough to flee to. And it's a little one. Please let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall leave. Wow. You are smarter than God. Mm. Lord never developed a relationship with God. Never knew the ways of God. So he basically said, Oh, you want me to flee to the mountains? No, I'm afraid of the mountains. I will die in the mountains. Let me stay in the plane. When God already says specifically, don't stay in the plane. That's not safe for you. Go to the mountains. But this guy, just as he did not stay in Canaan, 
He did not stay in Canaan. He went to where? He went to Sodom. God now delivered him out of Sodom and said to him, go to the mountains. He said, I don't want to go to the mountains. Let me stay in the plain. This guy was not submissive to the ways of God. God knows tomorrow. God knows where it is safe. Let's not depend on our experience, on our intelligence, whatever it is. Let's depend on the Lord. If the Lord is saying, this is what I want you to do, this is what you should do, even though it may not really sound nice, or it may not really sound no, intelligent, may not really sound wise to you, but if God is saying it, you better believe it. Now, you will do well to ask God. Say, Lord, I don't understand. Please, explain to me. Amen. In this case, there was no asking. He wasn't asking, why should I go there? Please, no. No, he was just maintaining, no, I don't want to go there. You know the end of the story. What was the end of the story? In basically, what he did not want to experience, what, what he experienced in the place where he was, and basically his life ended in disaster. Because in the place where he lived, his daughters played on him. They felt isolated. And what he was afraid of eventually came on him. So let's trust God with our life. Amen. Let's trust God with our life. He knows the way. He knows the path for us to take. When Israel came out of Egypt, God led them by a special way. Not the normal way that they would have gone. Not the short way. Not the shortest distance. God led them by a long way. A long way. God actually led them into a corner. Led them to a dead end. If God leads you to a dead end, won't you cry out to God and say, Ah! How come you led me this way? And now the enemy shows up behind you. Say, Lord, how did you lead me here? If it's God leading you, know that there is a reason why God is leading you that way. Amen. So God led them through a long way and led them to a dead end only to destroy their enemies. He knows. He knows. Let's trust him. Lot did not learn to trust God. So he did not accept what God was telling him to do. Abraham was spiritually minded. Lot was carnally minded. And Romans 8, 6 says to us, to be carnally minded, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Let's be spiritually minded. Let's learn to trust God. Amen. So through prayer, we express our trust in God and we learn to trust him. Also, through praising God, through praising God, through praising God, we express our trust in God and learn to trust him. Psalm 34 verses 1 to 3. Psalm 34 verses 1 to 3 say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. No matter what is going on with us, let us bless the Lord at all times. At all times. 
when it feels good, when it doesn't feel good. When it's going well, when it is not going well. Bless the Lord at all times. In the night time, in the daytime, in the sunlight, in the you know the darkness of the night, when it's pleasurable, when it is painful, let us bless the Lord at all times. Let his praise, his praise continually, continually be in your mouth. Let his praise continually be in your mouth. When you are able to praise God in your pain, you can be sure that God will come to your rescue. Praise God in your pain. He will deliver you out of your pain. We see these with Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas doing the work of God, ministering the word of God, and they, they caught them. They locked them up. They didn't just lock them up, they beat them up. Beat them up terribly. I'm sure they had pains all over their body. Bruised all, bruises all over their body. Maybe their body bleeding. They beat them really badly. And they locked them up. They put them in the inner prison. Put their feet in chains. Put their hands in chains. And in the midnight, Paul and Silas, what did they do? Were they sleeping and snoring? Were they crying and weeping? Hmm? Were they crying and weeping? No. They were in pain, but in their pain, they praised God. In their pain, they praised God. If you are going to cry, if you are going to weep, let it not be in front of your enemies. Let it not be in front of the devil. Amen. Praise God in front of the devil. Praise God in front of the devil. Don't cry in front of the devil. Don't be weeping in front of the devil. Praise God in front of the devil. That's what Paul and Silas did. They praised God in front of the devil. They praised God right before the prison guards. And they did not do it silently. They did it loudly. So that everybody heard them. They heard them. They were not doing it, no, a little by little. So, so that they would not hear them and beat them up a little more. They just trusted God. You know, if we die, we die. If we die, we die. They trusted God. They had the sentence of death in themselves. You remember that scripture? Having the sentence of death. Meaning you are completely sold out to God. You don't care what happens. As long as your life is in the hands of God, you've committed your life into the hand of God. So these two people, Paul and Silas, they praised God, even though in pain. And God came to their rescue. A mighty deliverance. A mighty deliverance. God gave them. It's really like nothing when we jump up and shout and praise God when everything is okay. You know, it's good to do that. It's wonderful to do that. But it's much more powerful if we'll praise God when things are not going well. When things are not going well, we still pursue God. When things are not going well, we still pay our tithes. When things are not going well, we still come to church. When things are not going well, we still pray to God. When things are not going well, we still do what? We, we still pray to God. Amen. We are still faithful even though things are not going well. If you are faithful when things are going well, huh, what's the big deal? Satan said that to God. Oh, Job is only being faithful because everything is well. No? He's blessed. That's why he's praising you. That's why he's, that's why he's blessing you. That's why he's serving you. You will see what happens 
If something happens to him, if he's in pain, you will see what happens. He said to God, Satan said to God, Job will curse you if something happens to him. And God said, I know this one. Okay, let's see. And you know what happened to Job? He was in pain. He was in pain for days. But he still continued to call upon God. Though he slays me, yet I will trust him. And I will bring my case before him. I will still call upon him. I will still praise him. Amen. And we see the mighty deliverance that came upon him at the end. I hope you remember that. The mighty deliverance that came unto him at the end. It was a mighty deliverance. God turned everything around for him. And God gave him double what he had before. It was a mighty deliverance that came upon Paul and Silas. An earthquake that delivered them. That set them free. Oh, may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Because it's easy to just say it. It's another thing to do it. I want you to pray. Lord, help me to keep praising you even in pain. In the name of Jesus. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.